the edge podcast your spot to know all that's hot in the world of ai and automation podcast my name is sheetal and welcome to the show today we're going to be talking about something big and it's not a it's not a phrase that you're um you know unaware of big data is what we're talking about and the topic on the podcast today is big data and b2b cmo so you've guessed it right we've got a marketing leader coming into the show right now but i have to give you a context you know the other day very interestingly i spoke to somebody from the hospitality business a sales and marketing director and one of the things that he was particularly chuffed about was the availability of data to help him make Um, valuable decisions. All data-driven decisions are going to, in his opinion, be the differentiator when it comes to a space like hospitality, which clearly is seeing very choppy waters right now. But let's not digress. Let's come back to the role of the CMO and how uh, how they are viewing these exciting times of the explosion of data. So I've got with me Soumya Moni, who is leading marketing for Inkjet, which is a digital solutions company. Soumya, thank you so much for joining us on the Ed Podcast. Welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you, Sheetal. I'm happy to be here. Oh, well, we are happy. Yes, still. In fact, we will be happy if we get to know you a little bit better before we get into the business end of this podcast, Samia. So, do tell us a little bit about yourself. Perhaps a key discovery, self-discovery that you made of yourself in the last two years, uh, you know, of the pandemic. You know, last two years have really changed the way I view uh, the world, not just marketing. I can tell you that uh, do more with less is the mantra that I had always known and believed in. I got to practice that in the last two years. And it was. is really about frugality and simple things in life that bring us joy i think if we want to practice this on a daily basis i think there's so much that one can accomplish the Absolutely. pandemic has taught us that right i like this mantra and i think all of our listeners will kind of agree with you do more with less is <laughs> really the way to go it'll put us all at uh, peace now uh, clearly you know how to do a lot with a lot <laughs> that is big data and <laughs> big data is what i'm talking about as a b2b cmo yourself how has Has your role somehow changed in the last one and a half years or so as a marketing director of a firm like uh, Inkjet? Gosh, in many ways, actually, um, I've always believed in frugal marketing and directing every spend into something tangible. And I thought I couldn't be challenged more, but I was pleasantly surprised with the opportunities that came um, with the pandemic. I think I was personally pushed to live the mantra: do more with less. And that do more with less is with respect to process. people and technology and i'll explain a little more into what that meant for me actually um directing marketing spend completely into digital that was one thing that we all uh, you know did because face to face events did not happen we didn't get to meet our customers face to face the second part of it was experimenting with conversational ai and that too for lead generation because if you're not meeting your customers at events or prospects at events how would you create demand right so i've uh, got to experiment with technologies that we sell to our customers um, and do that for marketing uh, that was very interesting and we were able to convert also and that was exciting for me uh, looking to build a more customer data driven marketing um, making data the central theme for the surround effect for generating awareness and enabling sales two very other important um, you know marketing objectives that any marketing leader would have and from what you're saying some you clearly sounds like it's true what we've been hearing is that the cmos across 
across organizations, whether B2C or B2B, are actually people who are increasingly driving digital adoption in companies and they're becoming these sort of, you know, digital evangelists. My CEO is one for uh, Incha for sure. Um, my next question for you has to do with um, data reshaping your company's future. What kind of insights can a B2B CMO expect from data in 2021? So as I referenced in my earlier response, uh, I think uh, data is the core for all, you know, customer driven strategies um, and uh, B2B companies or B2C companies, it doesn't matter, but B2B companies more. Um, I think the essence of building a customer data driven platform is important. Um, and uh, given that we are all consuming content and data digitally, um, so are our prospects and customers. It just makes it possible for marketers to scale their data driven customer interactions and that too in real time. Hmm. I think in 2021 and beyond, it is all going to be about data driven, targeted, what I'd like to say as qualified experiment driven marketing. Just as in the software world or in the tech world, uh, we call this rapid application testing, right? Or uh, deployment. Uh, we need to very quickly um, iterate, uh, fail fast approach towards data, use the data, experiment, iterate, it's not working, move to the next experiment. So, um, and that, that while that may seem that, you know, that's um, not really easy to, you know, experiment and, you know, uh, you know, you can't change the engine while you're flying. Uh, but I think that's the way to go ahead uh, to get results faster and to see what's working and what's not working in a very unpredictable uh, scenario that we are all placed with today. And given the scenario that we are in today, uh, much of what we have or rather a lot of what we have is just data. <laughs> we don't have any of the other uh, pipelines of content available to us to inform our decisions. Uh, you did reference conversational AI sometime back, um, you know, uh, Samya. So I wanted to check with you in this context where data is coming in from hundreds of sources, literally, can technologies like automation help the marketing team derive insights scale? Uh, some more use cases would be fabulous for our listeners to draw value from. Yeah, so we've actually used, uh, you know, RPA and chatbot in um, our uh, company to drive some conversations with our or engagements with our prospects and customers. And that has helped us shorten the lead to opportunity to conversion cycle for us. We've, we started with an experiment and we felt that that experiment was paying off given that we are not meeting our prospects or getting an opportunity to, uh, you know, demonstrate our offerings um, in a face-to-face -face scenario. So we started to sort of experiment with these technologies and definitely the chatbot and the RPA and the hyper automation world that we are in uh, is helping us uh, drive some value for right. our prospects and customers in lead conversations. Um, now, I see end customers also as in while we are in the B2B space, our uh, customers are serving end customers and uh, we see, uh, you know, application of AI everywhere. Like mm -hmm. either you're using predictive analytics to save um, or serve uh, some personalized recommendations on say shopping preferences or you're engaging in some large scale machine learning copywriting in the marketing world, right? To respond to some repeat questions like FAQs on websites, right? Mm -hmm. uh, or you're using augmented reality or some kind of projection system or uh, better fashion and retail experiences or choices like the way we use Mintra or, you know, Lenskart. Uh, so that sort of, you know, usage of these technologies is also shaping um, our understanding of what our customers needs and what our customers, customers or end users need. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you one specific example, which I read through and this was even before the pandemic 
pandemic right so uh, the beauty brand sephora as we know is right. a very early adopter of ai and um, i was it was intriguing to me that they began using chatbot to dispense beauty advice and mm. uh, this did in 2017 and right. what a chatbot does is essentially it narrows down uh, choices for their customers beginning with a quiz and leading them on to a product preference and i believe that b2b uh, companies can perhaps adopt some of these um, in their marketing strategies when they are driving some of the online preferences of buying um, uh, you know from their website or any of the digital channels so right. i think uh, what sephora gained in this entire process was valuable insights from their chatbot and right. we saw enough engagement on their website um, and it was a qualified experiment uh, with an interesting sample which gave them the confidence to build this um, into their website and into their in store activities as well so right. i think uh, we could learn a lot from um, such examples and i believe uh, these experiments will continue as we evolve um, and sell digitally going forward uh, thank you for those examples somia and while on the subject of examples right there's this other thing that everyone is talking about in fact uh, uh, two articles this year on forbes talking about hyper personalization in the realm of marketing being a very useful tool uh, netflix all of us are touched by that and we all know what that means to be delivered these highly personalized experiences using real time data ai and all of that but uh, here's what i'm wondering in your context of um, of a b2b uh, scenario how does hyper personalization really play out b2b and hyper personalization i understand personalization to a degree it will play out uh, and i i see many companies uh, sort of using a very targeted approach to uh, selling mm-hmm. um, instead of going broad and wide they are going narrow and deep and uh, identifying uh, you know who their ideal customer profile is and uh, and data is helping us do that you know right. um, how many um, visitors can be con- converted into prospects and uh, you know how many of those prospects can become leads and then customers so that journey um, of accelerating from you know somebody uh, who's looking to just search about you uh, to converting them to a customer is happening faster than and that's only possible due to data so uh, i believe content and data are driving some amount of personalization i wouldn't say that we have still reached the hyper personalization world like the netflix or in the b2c space but the promise is definitely there because um, digital low touch strategies are now going to shape up the future for some of this hyper personalization to happen so the new face of marketing is really the promise of data activated to a degree if not one to one one to many marketing and at some point in time one to one as well um and is uh, something which today's customers are also expecting even in the b2b space uh, as a service provider and a vendor it may not be possible to do that hyper personalization at scale so therefore uh, one needs to uh, you know identify what is the ideal customer profile where this hyper personalization can be a strategic bet so uh, i definitely see a step towards that however we've not i have not come across any organization in this space in b2b space having done that very successfully uh, but we are in the road to doing that and um, it is now uh, you know becoming the key to transforming some of these simple customer uh, transactions into some enduring relationships which will happen over time uh, because of the b2b sales cycle being very long um, hyper personalization 
also uh, is something which companies will get into in future uh, or very near future. And I think COVID and pandemic will only accelerate uh, that adoption. If you were to share with our uh, CMOs or marketing leaders tuned into this podcast from the B2B space, a few skills that they absolutely need to acquire if they are have to sort of deliver value going forward in this uh, post-pandemic reality, what would you say the top two skills would be? I think uh, MarTech, uh, uh, some zillion tools available today uh, to address every part of the customer buying journey. So I think it's important to uh, sort of understand how technology uh, that we look to serve our customers with uh, Mm. to accelerate their digital adoption, uh, how marketing can perhaps use that for, you know, elevating the efficacy of their own function. So I would encourage uh, marketing leaders to, you know, look at MarTech uh, in that light. Second is to start looking at customer data more closely, uh, be more data driven um, and therefore do more A-B testing and uh, bring the science and art together uh, in the storytelling, in the narrative, in the assets that you produce. And uh, I think those would be the two key skills uh, that I would um, not just, um, uh, you know, suggest or recommend for, um, you know, leaders, but also upcoming, um, you know, marketers and um, individuals looking to take on marketing as a profession. Well, it's been a brilliant conversation and I think uh, you've sown the seeds of some interesting ideas over here for all our marketing uh, professional listeners. Soumya, thank you so much for joining us on the Edge podcast. It indeed has been made your spot to know all that's hot in AI and automation thanks to your presence here. We wish you and your team at Incher the very best. Thank you, Sheetal. Pleasure to be here. 